these recent months, we've been looking at Jesus' teachings on, on subjects like forgiveness and retaliation, anxiety, compassion, truth-telling. Jesus had something to say about telling the truth. All good topics to meditate upon these days. And during Advent, we've been looking specifically at teachings presented in the Gospels, Gospel of John, that are lessons he taught about himself. We've been imagining our, our modern gaze down upon the ancient manger in which we see beyond the, the cooing infant of this anniversary moment to our Lord and our Savior of all moments and all time. We've imagined cuddled in that manger he who, who would become the bread of life and the true vine and the light of the world, the good shepherd. Tonight, we see the one through whom God comes to save. Now, you probably all remember the joke about this guy who got lost at sea, and so fearing that he was going to be drowning, he he prayed to God, save me, save me, Lord, save me, Lord. And he, he struggles to stay afloat. And with, his, with the air that he can keep going, God, save me, save me. And numerous people come by as he's struggling to stay afloat in the ocean. And one guy comes by on a paddleboard. Another guy comes by in a boat. Hey, can I help you? Can I help you? No, no, God's going to save me. God will save me. Pretty soon, he's under more than over the waterline, and a helicopter comes by with some of those first responder type of guys that could do this in a moment's notice. And he says, no, 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 thank you anyway. God, God's got me. I'm praying to God, and God's got me. Well, God did get him. Got him about a, a, a minute or so after that as he died drowning in the water. And so this guy confronts God about God's failure to save him. And God says, hey, dude, I sent you a lot of people. I sent you a paddleboard or a helicopter. I sent you a boat. I sent you lots of people to save you. And the hero of our story says, well, I was waiting for you to save me. Not these others. And the moral of the story, as we know it, and we've heard this told in a, in a better way, I'm sure, the moral of the story is that God works through people to help us out. Now, this is a major life lesson. It is a, a major faith lesson that God works through others to help us, and God works through us to help others, right? We've got this down, don't we? We've got this. Remember the story. 
particularly if you're out by yourself in the water starting to drown. Yet, you know what? I'm reminding of you of I'm reminding you of this story tonight to say this is not what I'm going to be talking about. Tonight we are not focusing on how we are to extend a helping hand to one another and how in our doing that, we may be doing God's good work. We're not going to talk about that tonight. We're not revisiting the lesson of the prodigal son or the parable of the sheep and the goats. Tonight, we're pulling back from this human drama of caring and compassion that you know I'm just really concerned about that we do with one another. We're pulling back from that tonight to the broader, to the, the more macro level. We're focusing on the saving of human souls. And we're looking at what God got going that first Christmas through that sacred birth. And we're noting that while we humans may be helpful, we may be helpful in setting the table for ourselves or for others for this saving kind of connection to God that, that we call faith, justification, redemption. It's the work of God that makes this happen, not ours. We are saved by grace through faith, Paul tells us. It's God's doing. We open ourselves to it. We open ourselves to it. We welcome it into our souls, into our lives, working with it to be transformed. But the power of it and its effectiveness upon us is God's doing. Our scriptures show us this in the ministry of Christ among and, and within us. Our passage tonight claims that it's the reason God shared Christ with us, to save us. Merry Christmas, gaze into the manger, and behold your Savior. Thanks be to God that through this Bethlehem babe grown to be the Messiah, we have a Savior. Jesus' purpose is to, is to heal the breach between the Creator and the creature, to mediate the, the dispute and bring forward the justification to renew the spiritual connection that stimulates wholeness within us. <clears throat> to save us from our sins, our follies, our <clears throat> hubris. It's all about love. 
God's nature to freely share it, and our need to deeply experience it, to be transformed by it. Love. God so loved the world that he gave his only son. It's all about love and how we are saved by love. And what's even more thrilling is the second part of our passage for tonight that underscores God's intention in sharing Christ Jesus simply stated, God shared Jesus not to condemn, but to save. I grab hold of that passage. That God, through Christ, is in the salvage business, not in the condemnation business. If you read the scriptures with an open mind and a, uh, a softened heart, you will notice that Jesus is all about redemption. He's all about saving, about new life. He's all about giving chance after chance to get it right with God and live holy and live just lives. Jesus is all about love. The power of love to transform and to save. Jesus came to heal. He didn't come to hurt. Don't be hurt by your Jesus. You've got him wrong if he's hurting you. If he's hurting your loved one. If his disciples are out to get them. Jesus did not come to hurt, but to heal. He came to bring new life. New life. Not to double down on the old death that was going around. But new life through the power of love. He came to save, not to condemn. Now, we can help ourselves, and, and God knows we need to help ourselves towards the good and towards the right, to not be foolish and not to be blind. As often and as fully as we can, yet, it seems that we cannot ultimately heal or save ourselves. We participate in it. We need to be open to it, engage the process, give ourselves over to the outcome. Yet we do not affect it ourselves. And the story of human history is littered with lives askew and crumbled from being so self-absorbed and so self-emboldened to think themselves God's equal. 
the ultimate task of salvation from, from our point of view of looking at it is being able to relinquish our self-centered control over ourselves and offer ourselves to God. The great paradox. Rumi talks about it. All great religions talk about it. Jesus spoke about it. In losing our lives, we gain them. And Christ is here to help us in the process. Merry Christmas. The people who walk in darkness have seen a great light. We live in fractured and dark times. We live in the time in which truth is trashed and lies manufactured to meet selfish ends. We come to the manger in earnest this year since we fear that the center may not hold. Come to the manger. On this blessed Christmas Eve, I invite you to gaze into the manger and see the one who ushers forward into our lives the real possibility of salvation from sin, from evil, from the selfish madness of others, from ourselves gone astray. This is God's timeless present for you. Go ahead, open the gift. Live into it and have a Merry Christmas. Amen.